Good morning, I'm Pastor Gillespie from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church and School, Sherman Center, Random Lake, Wisconsin. It's good to have you here with us this morning for the Congregation of Prayer, Guide for Daily Meditation Prayer Around God's Word. It's Friday, November 18th, 2022. Uh, snowy morning. Yeah, it's cold enough that uh, yeah, it's kind of a sheet of ice out there. <clears throat> Not so pleasant driving, but that's okay. Not too much, though. Let us begin. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. I believe in God the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Memory verse. You he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Ephesians 2 verse 1. You he made alive who were dead in trespasses and sins. Ephesians 2, verse 1. Okay, psalm for this week is Psalm 104. We're starting with verse 24 to the end. O Lord, how manifold are your works, and wisdom have you made them all. The earth is full of your creatures. Here is the sea, great and wide, which teems with creatures innumerable, living things both small and great. There go the ships and Leviathan, which you formed to play in it. These all look to you to give them their food in due season. When you give it to them, they gather it up. When you open your hand, they are filled with good things. When you hide your face, they are dismayed. When you take away their breath, they die and return to their dust. When you send forth your spirit, they are created and you renew the face of the ground. May the glory of the Lord endure forever. May the Lord rejoice in his works who looks on the earth and it trembles, who touches the mountains and they smoke. I will sing to the Lord as long as I live. I will sing praise to my God while I have being. May my meditation be pleasing to him, for I rejoice in the Lord. Let sinners be consumed from the earth and let the wicked be no more. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Praise the Lord. Glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. All right. Our catechism for the week is the third article of the Creed. Let's confess that together. I believe that I cannot, by my own reason or strength, believe in Jesus Christ my Lord, or come to him. But the Holy Spirit has called me by the gospel, enlightened me with his gifts, sanctified and kept me in the true faith. In the same way, he calls, gathers, enlightens, and sanctifies the whole Christian church on earth and keeps it with Jesus Christ in the one true faith. In this Christian church, he daily and richly forgives all my sins and the sins of all believers. On the last day, he will raise me and all the dead and give eternal life to me and all believers in Christ. This is most certainly true. All right. Um, we're going to hear about Isaac and his um, 
like father, like son moment, we'll call it. And so it's appropriate to hear what Paul has to say about marriage, um, you know, specifically in Isaac's case with his wife, Rebecca, right? But hear this from Ephesians chapter 5. See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. And do not be drunk with wine, which in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, submitting to one another in the fear of God. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. For the husband is head of the wife, as also Christ is the head of the church, and he is the Savior of the body. Therefore, just as Christ is subject, or excuse me, the church is subject to Christ, so let the wives be, their, be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her, that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word, that he might present her to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that she should be holy and without blemish. Blemish. So husbands ought to love their own wives as their own bodies. He who loves his wife loves himself. For no one ever hated his own flesh, but nourishes and cherishes it, just as the Lord does the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, let each one of you in, in particular so love his own wife as himself, and let the wife see that she respects her husband. So, um, not exactly the egalitarian marriage that uh, our world is so fond to promote, where there, well, there's, um, they don't even call them couples anymore. What do they say? My partner. Um, yes, there is a partnership, and it, yes, there is a coupling, right? But there isn't... Um, there isn't an equality in the marriage. Uh, equality is before God, of course, is true, right? We're all saved. But within marriage, they don't have equal. They're not equal, right? The woman cannot be the husband and the husband cannot be the wife. Uh, I don't know why. Um, well, I have some ideas. I have many ideas, actually, and I have some knowledge of these things, why we would attack those categorical distinctions like we heard about on Sunday, right? brought up categorical distinctions, um, is that it subverts and undermines actually the authority that God has set up within marriage, within <clears throat> the family, within the community, within church, within state. <clears throat> and uh, it's going to cause conflict here in our story for catechesis today, where this ordering and this submission and um, service and, and love and, and ultimately faith toward God um, are undermined, and that causes all sorts of a mess, all right? So it goes. So our reading for catechesis is from Genesis 26. There was a famine in the land besides the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines in Gerar. And the Lord appeared to him and said, do not go down to Egypt. Live in the land of which I shall tell you. Dwell in this land and I will be with you and bless you. For to you and to your descendants, I give all these lands. 
and I will perform the oath which I swore to Abraham your father, and I will make your descendants multiply as the stars of heaven. I will give to your descendants all these lands, and in your seed all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Because Abraham obeyed my voice and kept my charge, my commandments, my statutes, and my laws. So Isaac dwelt in Gerar, and the men of the place asked about his wife, and he said, She is my sister. For he was afraid to say, She is my wife, because he thought, Lest the men of the place kill me for Rebekah, because she is beautiful to behold. Now it came to pass, when he had been there a long time, that Abimelech, king of the Philistines, looked through the window, a window and saw... There was Isaac, showing endearment to Rebekah, his wife. Then Abimelech called Isaac and said, Quite obviously, she is your wife. So how could you say she is my sister? Isaac said to him, Because I said, lest I die on account of her. And Abimelech said, What is this that you have done to us? One of my people, one of the people might have soon lain with your wife, and you would have brought guilt upon us. So, Abimelech charged all his people, saying, He who touches this man or his wife shall certainly or surely be put to death. I had to, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a tickle in my throat. <clears throat> I had the children this morning uh, do a little exercise with the text. I said, and anytime you hear um, a, something, Isaac do something or something happen that we've heard before, um, do a face palm. So they were doing face palms through the whole story. Because uh, you'll hear, a re- this is really a repeat of uh, both Genesis 12 and then Genesis 20, right? which we've studied here recently, about a week ago. So the first repetition, of course, is what was happening in the land. Yeah, there's a famine. Um, this had happened previously back in chapter 12 in particular. And then they have to go down to um, the land of Abram goes to the land of Egypt, right? Um, In this case, this is more like chapter 20, where Isaac goes to Abimelech, now called the king of the Philistines. Same city, though, Gerar, right? He does not go down to Egypt in particular because, verse 2, the Lord appeared to him and said, all right, don't don't go down there, but stay in the land of promise. All right, so this whole time... um, Abraham, and then Isaac, and then later Jacob, they'll be living in the land of promise, and yet not having yet received it as their own, not having dispossessed those who were already dwelling there. So there is that living by faith um, already uh, at play here, or living by faith in particular in the promise. Because what promise does God give to Isaac? Yeah, that he would keep the promise that he made, uh, that I swore to Abraham your father, right? To bless Abraham, now his his offspring, Isaac, uh, to make the lands his, as we said, that his descendants, like Abraham, would be uh, as numerous as the stars of heaven, right? And that here, I love this statement, this is great for Christmas time, I will give to your descendants, and in your seed, all the nations of the earth shall be blessed. Your seed is a name, according to Paul, in Galatians, for Jesus, right? He's referring to the offspring who would crush the serpent's head. Um, all of this, the Lord tells him and reminds him that he will do because, verse 5, Abraham obeyed God's voice, kept his charge, his commandments, his statutes, and his laws. All right, now we've talked extensively about what what is meant by this. Is God keeping his promise because Abraham does these things? Right, as if it's a, like a, a bargain, a two-way um, deal? Or is it not saying, 
um, as God himself declares of Abraham, um, the Lord accounted it to him as righteousness, right? Abraham believed the Lord and it was accounted to him as righteousness. Abraham is listening attentive to God's voice in faith. That's what it means. Of course, the, one of the fruits of faith um, is obedience, right? Peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, self-control, right? according to God's word. It's always according to God's word. I think that's an important um, note to make about the fruits of the Spirit, is that uh, they're not contradictory to God's word, but they are the fulfillment of God's word, because they are Christ in us. All right. Uh, <laughs> so what are the men talking about? Or what are they asking about? Well, whose woman is this? Right? They ask about his wife. So he says, she's my sister. And just like with father, so with son, he's worried that the men will kill him and take Rebecca as their own because she is beautiful to behold. Why should he not have been worried? What had God just said to him? Look at verse three and four, right above. Dwell here. I will give you these lands. I will perform the oath. I will multiply your descendants. Right? And in your offspring, the nations of the earth should be blessed. God had promised to increase his descendants, and he all certainly, most certainly, should have known how God had protected um, his own father. But here we are. Makes you wonder how well uh, Abraham catechized little Isaac, told him all the things that had happened to him, or if he kept some of those family secrets. Secret. Because, hmm. like I said, we had it back in chapter 12 when he goes to Egypt with Pharaoh. And then on another occasion in chapter 20, that again with Abimelech, where he had been weak, uh, feared for his life, and had lied about his wife. Uh, and what was kind of a half lie, right? That she's my half sister. Why was the action of Isaac then so dangerous? It's not just a rebellion against God's word, right? But he's threat- it's a threat against the one chosen as the mother of, of the promised son, right? Of Jacob. What did uh, Abimelech observe then through the palace window? Mm, Isaac showing endearment to Rebekah, whatever that means, euphemistically. I found a, a Rembrandt painting. I decided not to put it up <laughs> as our, our title image. Um, Mr. Rembrandt, uh, he understood the euphemism of this when uh, it's pretty clear from uh, what Abimelech says, right? Quite obviously, uh, you've lied. So whatever this um, showing endearment means, what did we call those in high school? PDAs, public displays of affection. The kind of thing that you would do with your wife. Hmm? Uh, it's quite obvious. And then, um, so now he's concerned because of his experience perhaps with Abraham before. Uh, what had happened before when Abraham had behaved that way in Gerar back in chapter 20? Yeah, all the wombs of Abimelech's house had been closed up. Yeah, so he would have brought guilt, you know, a curse upon the people. It does seem that Abimelech, despite being a Philistine, um, has some either natural knowledge of God or at least, you know, based off that dream that God had um, spoken to him and said, you are a dead man back in chapter 20. Um, there is a, um, at least a, a fear of God here, right? And so then he rightly, as king, puts a protective order out that anyone who touches Isaac and his wife or his wife would be put to death. All right. Uh, of course, fear is not yet saving faith, but... Uh, um, it is certainly a beginning. Though he had just heard God's promise, or God promised to curse those who curse him and multiply his descendants, Isaac feared for his life just as Abraham before him. Once more, it is God who will defend the woman he has chosen to be the mother of the bearer of the promise. Like Sarah, Rebekah would obey her husband because she trusted that the word of God's promise included 
her. Abimelech remembered the previous visit of Abraham better than Isaac and feared for the safety of his household. He believed the word of God and became the voice calling Isaac to repentance for his unbelief. God used this Gentile to protect the lives of Isaac and Rebekah, which happens frequently, actually. Surely this is a wonderful story of the grace of God who works through weak men like Abraham, Isaac, and us to preserve his promises for the world yet today. All right. Let's see. Uh, yeah, let's sing six, seven, and eight, if we would, today. Spirit who proceeds from the Father and the Son to give life and salvation to the world, and who, together with the Father and the Son, we worship and glorify as the only true God, receive our thanks and praise for proclaiming Christ to us through the preaching of the gospel and gifts of the holy sacraments. Faith in Jesus Christ our Savior, hope in the resurrection of the body and the life everlasting, and love for God and our enemies are all your creations and gifts to us through the forgiveness of sins in Jesus' name. Preserve the Holy Christian Church among us through the faithful preaching of the gospel and the right administration of the sacraments of Christ. Bless the communion of saints that every baptized Christian 
sharing in Christ's love through the forgiveness of sins in Jesus' name, might abide in Christ and bear witness to his love in all that we do and say. Give us firm hope in the resurrection of the body and life everlasting, so that we might faithfully endure persecution for Jesus' sake and suffer all, even death itself, rather than fall away from him who gave his life for us. Hear us, O Holy Spirit, for you live and reign with the Father and the Son, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray, O Lord, so rule and govern our hearts and minds by your Holy Spirit, that ever mindful of the end of all things and the day of your just judgment, we may be stirred up to holiness of living here and dwell with you forever hereafter. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. We pray today for the preaching of the Holy Cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, for its spread throughout the whole world, for the persecuted and for the sick and dying. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, have mercy. We pray for the households of our church, especially with Marion, Aaron, Lindsay, Martin and Tara, Ryan and Cassidy, Philip and Julie. We pray for, uh, in Thanksgiving, for the auction committee, its volunteers, and for the generosity of our people. We pray for those who are studying God's Word and looking forward to um, confirming their faith before the congregation, especially Christian, Wyatt, Aaliyah, Lydia, Charlie, Kaylee, and Kimberly. Pray for those ill receiving treatment or recovering, especially Marcella, Joe, Kelsey, Walter, Christopher, Dan, Brad, and Ron, Marla, Betty, Willis, Pat, Merlin, and Heidi. Pray for our homebound Bev, Willis, Ed, Mickey, Paul, and Pauline. Pray for the missions and mercy work of the church, especially uh, the Federowitz families. We intercede on behalf of our government and all those under authority that they would govern according um, to the will of God and by his word. We pray for those grieving, especially Dale, uh, the friends and family of Dale. For all this, let us pray to the Lord. Lord have mercy. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. I thank you, my Heavenly Father, through Jesus Christ, your dear Son, that you have kept me this night from all harm and danger. And I pray that you would keep me this day also from sin and every evil, that all my doings and life may please you. For into your hands I commend myself, my body and soul, and all things. Let your holy angel be with me, that the evil foe may have no power over me. Amen. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. All right. It's been a joy to have you with us here today for the Congregation of Prayer. Um, It's a... I guess we're going to get a little bit more snow here. Just little flurries. It's light and nice on top of the previous snow we had. Um, thankfully, it'll lit up pretty well because I'm uh, going to be driving to pick up Ethan. I'm meeting him halfway in Iowa. So uh, go pick him up and bring him back yet today. And then he'll be here um, through the week. So uh, we'll have the opportunity to have an organist on Sunday and uh, and on Wednesday evening for Thanksgiving Eve. So uh, we'll certainly enjoy that, especially here on the last Sunday of the church here. We've got some delightful hymns um, that uh, could really use live accompaniment um, to really get the get the most out of them. So um, I'm happy about that. Regardless, 
So uh, I hope you can join us again tomorrow morning. We'll um, do some preparation for that last Sunday of the church year by looking at uh, the Old Testament and epistle and related texts. All right. So uh, make plans already tomorrow morning for that. Otherwise, we'll see you on a Sunday morning for divine service. We thank you for listening to this podcast from St. John Evangelical Lutheran Church, Sherman Center in Random Lake, Wisconsin. If this podcast is of benefit to you, please consider supporting the work of St. John by visiting stjohnrandomlake.org, that's stjohnrandomlake.org, slash support, and give today.